Welcome to the fittest podcast in Oakland, where your favorite coaches talk everything to help make you a better person inside and outside the gym. Welcome back to the fittest podcast in Oakland. This week, we're talking about abs, 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 abs. But really, actually, we're talking about core training, how to make your core stronger, and how to get better abs and core strength in the gym, and how we do it every day at CrossFit Oakland. So sit back, listen up, and enjoy this podcast. I'm going to repeat what I just said. Okay. We really need to do three hours on the core, but we're going to do this in a half hour or less. So <laughs> it's like speed dating. 30 minute MRAP, go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm a little hopped up on caffeine. Robin Woo! and I have been debriefing and talking a whole bunch of other things. So this podcast might be a thousand words a minute. So please don't turn up the speed. Turn down the speed. Turn, no, no, don't, don't turn it up because you know how people turn up the speed on their audio oh yeah yeah they listen at books at one and a half or two speed. i don't know how people can do that it's it's alvin and the chipmunks yes. on steroids no. to me and it drives me nuts yeah let us know if you're that person because <laughs> i really want to talk about it like what what really inspires you to do that they from what i understand they gather information much faster and i get it we can process information faster and all of that I get anxiety from it. It makes yeah, me, me anxious. Too. Unless the person is the really <laughs> slow talker and they take lots of pauses, yep, yep. then thank God you have that yeah, button. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not trying to say this as a mean thing to anyone. It's more, I'm like, I am impressed you can do that. It's like the person who can run the four minute mile. I'm like, how do you do that? Yeah. I can't do that. You mean stock slow? No, uh, no. Listen, <laughs> listen on two times oh, speed. Listen on two, speed. listen on two times speed and don't get anxious. <laughs> like, like, I can't talk. I can't speak slowly. To oh, save my life. I can speak slowly to save my life. Okay. Just people get bored with me. And it's then the, the yawnings happen in class and nobody yeah. likes it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what are we talking about again, Speed Racer? We are going to talk a question we got in the survey. It was either why don't we do more core work or can I want more. Core can work? we do more yeah. core work or I want more core work. We so, want core work. So um, as I thought about this, I'm like. What are they really asking for? So since we don't know who said it and, and why they said it, I figured we would define it in all the ways we do it. And then you could tell us as a larger audience how you would like to do it okay. or what you're working towards. So that, that was more, that was where this is coming from, mainly because I wanted to take your feedback and actually apply and do things and change things for you. So. Well, I mean, I'm going to guess most people want core work because they want to look good and they want ripped abs. So this is maybe, maybe that's why. Hopefully. Yeah. But I also know some of our clients are incredibly smart and they're working incredibly hard and they are learning a lot from all the coaches. And so they might think of core work in two other fashions. Okay. And that can be, you know, if I brace and do my core work right, I never get hurt. Or pee-pee in my pants. Pee-pee in my pants. <laughs> or um, 
I want to be better skilled at X, Y, and Z. And I feel like my core is what breaks down when I want to lift heavy, do X and Y. Rope climbs the other day. Rope, Robin's yeah. rope climb example. Yeah. Um, cool. And so I'm trying to figure out which one this is. Well, let's just hit them all. Before we do that, I want to go through what is the core. Yes, I would like to do that too. <laughs> but, but yeah, but that's part of hitting it, like defining the terms. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's the core? Okay. So when I think of the core and when people talk to me about the core, I think of it as the region of the pelvis and rib cage and how they stack on top of each other in the musculature. Okay. And I'm trying my best to simplify here a very, very complex system. So if this sounds weird and doesn't make sense, it's because I'm Would trying to simplify Would you interchange the word core and trunk? Yes. Okay. Because I think most people know what the trunk <sighs> is or you said torso. Yeah, basically think in shoulder to hip. I would go nipples to <laughs> private parts, give or take, <laughs> give or take, maybe a little bit lower. Okay. Um, and the reason I say that is because they're so intertwined in what we do and so many different movements that you kind of got to think about all these pieces and parts. So, um, and this is where like hips come involved, like you felt on the rope climbs, Robin. Mm -hmm. This is where lats come involved, like Ben screams at clients all day long about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or now at my 6 p.m. class, that is their, um, when I ask a question of what, they go, lats. That's the universal <laughs> they, answer. They give me the, it's lats, brace, or um, I get, there's another one. <laughs> go heavier, that one. <laughs> oh. Well, I've also heard the the... Lots on, lots off. I'm making a hand gesture from Karate Kid. Lots on, lots off. Yeah. Um, we do say lats a lot. Yeah. And we say, well, we don't really say core very much. Anyway, go ahead. Um, I think this is what, what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and then it is not only the front side. Yes. It's the side sides. Yep. And the back side. And the underneath and the on top. Exactly. Yes. So basically, if the muscles around your hips... The front side of your hips and your butt side of your hips don't work right, then the muscles you would most people would define as core don't work right either. Yeah. If you don't stack them properly on top of each other, if you do the disconnected um, blocks on top of one another, each other, it doesn't matter how strong they are, they don't work. Mm -hmm. um, they need to work as a unit. You need to work as a unit. Okay. And then. If you use one side and not the other, that's where you get in trouble. For sure. Now, I'm going to go to my picture on the board there. <laughs> the one that looks like an open pea pod? Exactly. Uh -huh. um, and this is where most people go when they think about abs and they think about core. Yes. And, that, and, and to be very clear, when we say core, we're not talking about abs. Exclusively. Exclu yes, exactly. Right. So we want to be really clear about that. The trunk of the body, as you so eloquently said, nipples to private parts. <laughs> in back, front, lower, upper. So not just the abs. So from this point on, when we're talking, we're not just talking about the abs. Mm -hmm. With the exception of the fact that you're going to now just talk about I, I the really abs. I'm going to talk about the abs. <laughs> because that's where most people go when they hear core exercises. They hear... Um, do these core burners to get six pack abs. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of all the early 2000s infomercials. 
Yeah. Like, well, I think it's also when we first teach people how to brace, they get, they think it's just sucking their belly in. Mm-hmm. And it's really not. It's a lot more than that. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. So abs. the abdominal wall comes in two parts. And it's really two walls. There is an inner lining and there's an exterior lining. It's too bad you guys can't see these hand gestures. They really add to the conversation. Yes. Um, inner and outer. Inner and outer. The outer layer. This is what people see when you are under a certain body fat percentage. And I use those terms very, very specifically Mm -hmm. because everybody has these muscles. Yeah. Some of us put a winter coat over top of them. Mm -hmm. Some of us put a G string bikini over top of them and we see them all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What I will tell you is that doesn't determine one, how strong they are how capable they are or how functional they are. Yeah. I can show you a lot of people that have a winter coat over their external abdominal wall that you would go, that person has a very, very, very strong core. Some of them would be CrossFit athletes come game time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, At the same time, I can show you a bunch of people who have 12 packs and visible 12 packs sorry yes visible 12 packs and you would go ben they don't function at all yeah and i would go yep those are all show and no go yep and if you want to talk to somebody about that go talk to coach nate (laughs) wow we love you coach nate he knows it he yeah. knows it. He has some great show muscles, but he also has a lot of go muscles. Yes, he so does. He's definitely and, a high, highly functioning athlete. So. And as much as I pick on him, yes. he knows one, I absolutely adore and love him. Yes. And two, I'm always trying to help him towards his goals of being a better competitor. And so I give him little ideas of, right. around that. And he's done a ton of work to get better. Absolutely. Like I am impressed at how far he's progressed. That's, that's who he is. So your point is just because you can see the abs doesn't make it stronger. Yep. Got it. And what most of us actually care about is that inner lining. Yes. That is the lining that creates all the power, makes you stable in your back squat, helps you not round your back in a deadlift, keeps you upright in a press, makes you walk on your hands across the floor when you do handstands, helps you get better at toes to bar, rope climbs, throwing a baseball, basketball, swinging a golf club, not having back pain at your desk. Did I hit them all? I think we get the picture. (laughs) Yeah. This is where the principle in CrossFit of core to extremity comes from. Yes. It's that inner wall and, a, and some other things, but yes, that. So I hope that helps kind of put a picture on when we talk about core work, we're not just talking those two abdominal walls. We're talking the nine muscles of the hips, the glutes, the lats, the spinal erectors, the obliques. And I'm sure I'm leaving off six more things that I could talk about. Would you include the pelvic floor muscles? I would. Mm-hmm. I would. I would. Yep. Cool. So. All right. So we've defined core. Mm-hmm. And you wrote, uh, what do we feel is missing in the core? Do you mean in our core work? Both. Okay. Because a client might go, Ben, you're doing everything. And I see it, but I feel like this is missing for me. 
Okay. And this is one, this is, again, I'm going to do the Robin plug without Robin knowing it. Yeah, go for it. Go it, for it. If you don't do a one-on-one -on -one check-in and have someone assess this, it's really hard to tell very, very quickly in class without distracting from 10 other people. Yeah. Um, and so that that's where this comes into play. If you think you have it figured out, talk to your coach and they might be able to help you quickly, but they, they definitely need more time and you deserve more time. Yeah. This is a really important, um, I'm glad we're podcasting on it because it is one of those foundational things. And if it's missing, your house is going to fall down eventually. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So technical slash skill. Do I know how to brace? Yep. Um, so this is where, oh gosh, how many conversations have you had around bracing with clients? Well, it's the very first thing I do in the free session. And then I tell them you're going to hear this a lot and you do. Every time, every class, we talk about bracing. We oh. practice it every class, right? I will give a client a shout out last night. She was doing the cluster strip presses. She did two of them, put it back, pulled the bar back out and couldn't do a single one. Mm -hmm. I watched her. I told her, you didn't brace and you didn't squeeze at all on that second set, you 100% can do this. And I believe you can do this. Will you promise me you're going to rest and then you're going to squeeze the hell out of things and do this again. And like a kid on Christmas morning, I was across the room helping someone else. She walked down the middle of the gym floor and went, Ben, 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 I did it. Mm -hmm. And I lit up like the Christmas tree yep. and got so excited for her and so happy for her. Because I knew one, it was a mental block, and two, all she had to do was what she she did so well in the first sets. And that's the whole reason why we did the cluster training right now is to teach people how to rebrace, re-lock down, re-engage things so that when they go and do their single reps during the total, they have that all under control and push more weight and PR the shit out of what they've been working so hard on. Yeah. So and I mean, I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I notice it's pr usually the first thing to go when people aren't thinking about it and they lose focus. The brace is the first thing to go. And it's just a, a simple cue from us. And um, and again, I don't know if you get this a lot, but I sure do. It's like, oh, don't forget to brace. And they do the same movement they just did. And went, that felt so much easier. Over and over. I've said it myself. Remember the step ups when you're like, how, how about bracing on that? And I'm like, oh, these are so much easier now. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. And it's, it's, it's pretty constant. And it's the reason why I put technical skill there is because it's a movement pattern and adjustment that is really hard to maintain that a lot of people don't realize. They're like, Ben, I braced to the top. What do you mean? I didn't keep bracing. And it's where I show them a video and I go, see how you're braced here really, really hard. And then you move and it unlocks mm -hmm. and you can see it unlock and they go, mm -hmm. Oh, and I go, that is the skill we have to develop is how do I maintain this throughout the movement? Yeah. And to your point, we're not saying this is easy. No. Or that you should automatically know how to do it. It takes practice. It's, it's why I have a theory thought process. I don't know that we don't actually lift weights. We practice moving objects in the gym. Yeah, I like that. And and the way in which we make practice harder sometimes is we increase the load or we increase the repetitions. And it's always a skill and a practice. And when we get better at the technical skill, 
our muscles adapt and change, and then we also get better at just moving the weight. There's a lot of studies around professional athletes and force plates in this idea, if you want to nerd out with me. Mm, okay. So. All right, strength. Core to extremity. We talked about that a little bit. Let's define that really quickly. Um, let's th thruster. I mean, everything, everything that we do, but, um, um, you know, look at a thruster or a wall ball, right? We're not, you're not throwing the ball with your arms, right? It's coming from that big squeeze at the top. And if you don't do that and you're trying to just throw it without using your core, it's going to be a lot harder. Drive through the floor, you squeeze your butt, your belly, everything. It's going to pop right up there, mm -hmm. right? I always think of push-ups. Okay. If you relax your abs, relax your butt, relax your legs and try and do a push-up, it's really freaking hard and you usually worm. Yep. When you squeeze everything and keep it on tight, you go up and down smooth and easy. Yeah. And that's the power being generated and transferred through your core. Yep. I, I, the thruster is a really good model for this. Someone said something the other day and I cannot remember it, but it was along the same ideas and lines there. Well, I mean, I we've seen a million thrusters where someone's not squeezing their butt. And it's like, what are you doing? What are you even doing? Like, how, how are you not suffering right now? I mean, thrusters are hard enough, but you make it so much harder on yourself when you don't squeeze your butt. Mm -hmm. And not just your butt. I mean, we just define the core. You're on your entire core, but it's just, it's really funny to watch. You're like, oh, that's so much easier again. Yes, it is. Use it, it is. And it's, it's what's so important about it. Like, if you want to be stronger... Learn how to transfer your power through the metal. Yeah. Like anything. If if you want more, if you want better defined biceps, the better you can stabilize your abs so you don't swing the dumbbells or move your torso, the more your biceps are going to react. This is why they have, this is why machines were invented. So you could brace and utilize the structure of a pad and metal object to move load. Mm-hmm. It's why none of us will back squat as much as we can leg press. I don't care who you are or what freak you bring me. I promise you they'll leg press more than they can back squat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. So. All right. Absthetic. Absthetic. Yeah. I want my abs to show, Ben. I want to see them. I want to see them. This is where your hard work in the gym will get you... Only Always so <laughs> and only so far. You then have to look at your nutrition and how to manipulate it to change your body composition. You could be eating fantastically for performance and need to look at how to eat for aesthetic. Yeah, it's definitely two different things. You also could be eating perfectly for aesthetic, but sleeping four to six hours a night. <laughs> and so your body's retaining things that you don't like. So... I mean, I'm totally talking out my butt right now, but I think um, when your hormones are messed up, one of the first places you see it is in your belly. Mm -hmm. Almost all of them, if you really think about it. If you cannot process food properly. And not just food, all your inputs, your stress, exactly. your sleep, your everything. Your body is going to store things. Because it's not building, burning things. And that's that's okay. But that might be why you're struggling to see the APAC come in. Yeah. And so you got to look at that. You got to think about that. 
And what I always tell people that want visible abs, what are you willing to sacrifice? I would literally... How much do you really want that? Because <laughs> for some of us are genetically gifted that it's a little bit easier and others, it's a struggle, a constant, consistent, lots and lots of struggle. So, and that's fine. I mean, work hard and get good results. That's great. But really think about that goal. Is it really worth it? And if it is, we can get you there. I'll give an example. A client that I think a lot of people admire in the gym right now, they were talking to me and they were talking about getting to a lower body fat percentage. And I, I asked them why that number. And they, they kept talking to me. We kept talking and they go, it's not even that, Ben. It's I want to feel good in this in this situation. I go, okay, are you willing to give up date night with your significant other? Are you willing to give up um, the progress you're making in work and the lack of sleep that you're getting because of the progress you're making in work? Are you willing to not travel to these places? And they went, no, that would make me so unhappy. And I go, then we need to think about how that impacts this. And ways in which we can manipulate this to feel good and be good, but maybe not be this. And they went, got it. And so now we're working on, okay, what do we really value? What do we really enjoy? What do we really like? And what do we not care about? And we can pull out of the system and manipulate. And so there's so many little tricks to this. Um, That was kind of fun. And they're like, wait, that's possible? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, it, it, I've seen it in two different ways lately in the last week. And it's so much fun when they start to realize that or start to go, oh, oh, yeah, I don't want to do that. And I go, yeah, that's okay. But then I go, but you know, if you did X and Y and Z, it would still help, right? And they go, would it? And I go, yeah. Yeah. And so it's it it's, this is where like, if you want your abs to show, you have to take a lot of look at the stuff outside of the gym yep and the stuff inside the gym i will say like we're gonna talk about it you know well not even what's on that list yeah if you want your abs to show and you're coming to class once a week we're gonna have a hard time yeah i love you but it's gonna be really really hard for you to get enough out of one class a week just just being honest that's like uh, all these goals that we talk about. <laughs> it's the same thing, consistency. That's yeah. why it's one of our monthly um, habits that we talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. All right. So ways to get all those benefits that we just talked about. So we talked about skill and bracing, which I would add injury prevention to that. Um, and then, of course, strength and power output. And then, of course, the aesthetic. So how do we work that in and how are we working it in? It's not just sit-ups. That's the that's the secret. Oh my God. <laughs> but a lot of people think that. And I don't think no. our clients, but a lot of people in general are like, how do I get my abs stronger? How do I get my abs to pop out? How do I get my, you know, look the look I want? More sit-ups. I mean, that's that's traditional, like how people think, right? But we're here, and you guys already know the answer that that's not it. But um, but we're here to give you a little more information. So Let's go. That's a three-hour rant that Ben wants to go on. We're not going to rant. There's no reason to rant. Oh, by the way, GHG sit-ups count in that same subject. I love GHG sit-ups, and I think there's a place for them in my life. You can love them. You can say all that. And I don't. (laughs) Again, it's one of those things where I'm like, 
is this for sport and enjoyment or this for actually what you're trying to get to? All right. Well, let's talk about yeah. ways to get all the things we just talked about. Yes. All right. You put pay attention and focus in the warm up. <laughs> I love that one. It's so hard. We're just having so much more fun talking. Go ahead. Expand on that. So in the warm up, we drill a lot of simple movements to get these things firing and executing. You might wonder, why does Ben care so much about my damn glute bridge? It's because I'm literally trying to get your brain to engage and keep your core locked in so you feel your butt squeeze. And and I'm trying to create a motor pattern so you go, oh, this is why. And when we only have 10, 15 minutes to warm you up, every rep counts. Yeah. And if you want more reps of something... Do better reps in your warm up, and they'll count more. Mm-hmm. Like, more bang for your buck. Exactly. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your You're, time. You all tell me how busy you are, and then you waste your time. And I go, now that doesn't mean you have to be lock solid, rock solid, not joke around. You can still do. Don't talk to me. I'm focusing yes. on my glute bridge. <laughs> yes, you can do both. <laughs> but if you do four reps and then lay on the floor for the rest of the warm up, when I'm letting you just go through glute bridges. Don't be mad when you say, Ben, my abs don't feel like they're firing. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, we, we've tried to practice that. Same thing with dead bugs, same thing with hollow holds. A lot of the stuff we do in the warm up, people go, Well, this is just warming up for the bigger thing. And I had a client have an epiphany the other day and he goes, Wait a minute, this is my bigger thing. If I do the warm ups better, I'm actually going to be able to do all the things I actually want to do in the gym. I go, Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's the whole reason why I have you doing them. It's not to waste your time or just silly games and things. It's, yeah, we're not just checking a box that says warm up. No, I am trying to get things firing so you perform better. And we th- we are thoughtful in this and we plan for it. So yeah, okay, but we're talking about core work. So um, stay focused in the warm up, and then you put more holds. So this is where we look at loaded holds, loaded carries, both of body weight in nature and added weight in nature. So this is your hollow holds, your arch holds, your hang on the bar in an L-sit hold or tuck hold. This is your top of the ring dip hold. This is your single arm farmer carry. This is your hold the bottom of a squat and make everything turn on and be stable. Tempo and pauses. Tempo and pauses. This is, am I bracing through a front squat properly? All those things. Yep. Agreed. And if we don't do those things, guess what happens? We don't get stronger with the things. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's. You mean if we don't do stuff, we don't get better at it? Usually. Os- <laughs> I would love for osmosis to be a thing because. Or magic then, pills. Yes. Because then my job would be so much easier. No, this stuff is hard work. Like <laughs> you're dead bu- bug. You do 10 dead bugs. You should be breathing hard. Like this work harder, work smarter. I agree. And then, um, yeah, be really careful with those holds because if you hold an improper form, you're just going to get better at the sloppy. Exactly. And I'm going to go back to the dead bug. Oh, yeah. If you you can do 20 dead bugs easily, I have a bet you're not doing them right. Yeah. Or we need to make them harder for you. Yeah. I'm going to bet 
Yeah. We're not doing them. Oh, right. no. Th- I call those the swimming bugs. <laughs> exactly. We know. We know exactly what it looks like. And we're like, uh, your back's way off the ground and you're just having a good old time. Usually having a conversation while swimming. <laughs> exactly. Which is giving you just a little bit of movement, but it's really not doing what a dead bug's supposed to do. Yeah. And that's treat some of those warm up movements like you treat a five rep back squat. Yeah. It's true. Yep. You won't need to do as many. I'll tell you that. Nope. All right, more warm-up slash practice reps, kind of along the same vein. I watch this a lot with folks is they get up to their heavy and you can just tell their their brain's not ready, their body's not ready, and their skill or technique is not primed. So if you want to understand how to brace better, do more focused warm-up reps. And I promise you in a month, two months, you'll be like, why is all my weights going up? It's because you got better at it. Our, our warm-up reps in class are literally playing scales on the violin over and over and over again. And then all of a sudden it's like, wow, this clicks now. And all those reps, because oh, let's say we have 10 people in class. We want to see a good number of your reps, not your heaviest one necessarily. We definitely want to see those. They're fun. Mm-hmm. But um, we want to fix anything we see while it's still light for you. So do enough that we can see a couple of them mm-hmm. and everybody else's. Exactly. And you'll feel better. For like, sure. If you ever feel like, oh, man, I didn't get enough of a warm up or this or that, or like, oh, this just weight feels terrible today, do more warm ups. And go back to our warm up, why we warm up podcast, because we talk a lot about the specifics about your nervous system and other things. So we don't need to go over all that. But yeah. And if you're one of those people who just wants more, if you do more, you get more. <laughs> hey, you want, yeah, instead of doing sit ups, do a bunch of front squats. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right, eat better. Do better. So when I say better in this sense, one, it's just to spark my brain. Two, it is you want to reach a goal of seeing your eight pack in the mirror. That is a hard goal. So you have to change nutritional habits and figure out the tips, tricks, and ways in which to manipulate your body's body composition to showcase your beautiful abdominal wall in the mirror. Yep. And and that doesn't mean eating less specifically. Nope. And that doesn't even mean you have to eat quote unquote better foods. It means you have to figure out what works within your biological system to create a leaner version of yourself. Yep. And it could be you are eating immaculately, perfectly, and you're just too stressed from your job and you're not sleeping enough. So we all, we just fucked it all up. (laughs) Um, Oh, by the way, you can't fuck it up. I'm listening to a book that's literally about that in nutrition right now, and it's awesome. Once I understand it fully, I'll share more. (laughs) So. Cool. Yeah, I think we all know. Go back again. Nutrition Matters. We'll talk you through all of that. Um, Cool. And then, of course, we kind of already said, stop thinking about sit-ups. If you want to do core stuff, one, look at the after parties. There's a lot of little core accessory pieces in there. Do more stuff on a single leg, single arm, holds, carries things, do more hangs and more simple gymnastics things. And stop worrying about flexing your trunk all the time. Or if you are worried about flexing your trunk or you're worried about what Robin talked about in her rope climbs, you have to go back to simpler exercises to get better at that. 
if Robin tries to do that on 10 feet up on a rope, she's probably going to fall and hit her head. Mm-hmm. And as much as some of you in the morning don't like Robin at 6 a.m. because she's too loud, you don't want an alternative Robin. <laughs> brain injury Robin. <laughs> yes. So, and that's that's the whole key. If you find that you can't do certain exercises, go back to simple basics and you might find later down the road that you can. And some of these, the like the rope climb example, it's very incentivizing for me personally. I'm like, wait a minute. I want to be better at this. So I'm going to work those core muscles, which is, you know, tedious. It's not fun. But if you have a really good goal, it makes it easier. And that's also why we do all that stuff in the warm up. And it's fine if your goal is to look better. Totally fine. Yes. But do the appropriate core exercises, right? Exactly. And again, we put them in every warm up. You have, you don't even have to do extra work. Yeah. If you want extra work, go meet with a coach one-on-one after you've looked at the after parties because they can probably program you something even better. Yeah. If you go research something on the internet and don't have someone analyze it or assess you, you might find that that's not the right thing for you. Yeah, be careful with that stuff. Yeah. Especially ab stuff can be, you know, again, if you jump levels and you don't have the foundations, you could really mess yourself up. You can jack yourself up. Yeah. So um, I hope that gives you a quick synopsis of the core. And if you want to talk more about it or want us to dive into a deeper subject around this, let us know. Comment on Instagram, comment on the, the, the email, whatever you want to do. Or just come talk to us at class. We'll help you. Um, and if you're the person that put this in the survey, thank you. Yeah. It was, good it was a good idea. Yeah. So um, I hope that helps. Go work your abs in whatever way you feel like today. <laughs> and we'll see you in the gym. Later. Bye. Bye.